for a mentor loop. This is The Right Connection. I'm Nico Callaghan. On this podcast, I speak with both mentors and mentees who've been part of professional mentoring relationships within their organizations using MentorLoop. As soon as I saw her profile, I thought, this is the one I want. I have to get in. I have to get in first before anyone else gets hurt. For this episode, I'm speaking with Gemma Freiberg, a public servant from Melbourne, Australia. Gemma is a member of the Institute of Public Administration Australia, the IPAA, or IPA. It's a not-for-profit, apolitical, member-based organisation which provides public sector thought leadership and works to strengthen the capacity of public servants through events, training and other activities. Here's Gemma. My name's Gemma Freiberg. I'm a Senior Project Officer at the Victorian Agency for Health Information. And what do you do within your role, Gemma? I work on the Victorian Healthcare Experience Survey Program. It surveys patients who have been treated or attended a Victorian public healthcare service. This is used to give patients a voice about their treatment, but also used by health services to then look at where they can improve. Okay. And can you tell me a little bit about the importance of patient voice and experience? Part of the really important thing about patient experience is that if a patient doesn't feel that they've had the opportunity to participate, if they don't feel that they're being treated with respect and dignity, if they feel like just a piece of it, then that can actually have impacts on their outcomes. So we want to make sure that patient voice is being heard and also that health services have an opportunity to have that voice, but in an anonymous, non-confrontational way. Okay. And how long have you been working in this area? I started working in the patient experience team last year, so just over a year. Okay. And with everything going on at the moment, how's the program going? Our program is in a bit of a state of flux at the moment. We have been using one firm to provide the sort of the survey administration services. So the sending out of surveys, the collecting of the data and the cleaning the data, putting it onto a portal that we can then use for reporting. But we've reached the end of that contract term, so we needed to go out to market. We're not tied to continuing to run the program in exactly the same way because it's it's an opportunity for us to see what the market has to offer. Sure. So when you engage with the alternatives out there, what kind of questions does that raise for you? Where do we want this to go? What do we want to do? And how can we improve where we need to improve? I see. And then COVID hit. Right. Gemma, could you tell me a little bit about how that's changed things for you? That's been a very different challenge. I see. People were asked to assist with COVID-related tasks, and we also had to look at prioritising work to make sure that we were doing what was necessary for COVID, and that meant putting some other things on the back burner. 
there's a lot of uncertainty, I think, and that's been a bit of a challenge, more so than before the pandemic. So Gemma, how did you come across your mentoring program and mentor loop? I I found it on the IPAA Vic website and I thought this sounds like a really good opportunity to sort of extend my knowledge of the Victorian public service. Sure. But also to sort of grow some networks because I work in a small agency and I know the people I work with, but I know very few people outside of the key stakeholders that I work with in, a, in DHHS and Safer Care Victoria and now DPC. Right. There's very few people that I know beyond that in a work networking sense, and I thought it would be a good opportunity. Yeah, definitely. But I also wanted to sort of look at what I was doing with my career and where the next steps might be. Being a woman, I was hoping to be paired with a woman who had, you know, worked through the challenges that sometimes women do face in moving up the ladder and what challenges I might be able to learn from. Okay. And how did you go about that initially? So the software for the mentoring program allowed you to look at the profiles of potential mentors. So I found Lisa in that list. That's Lisa Felden, your mentor? As soon as I saw her profile, I thought, this is the one I want. (laughs) I have to get in. I have to get in first before anyone else gets her. Sure. Um, Can I ask what jumped out about Lisa? Part of the reason that I thought her profile looked like such a good match was because she'd done a lot of work in maritime safety. I see. And why the specific interest in maritime? Part of my background in Canberra was working for the Australian Maritime Safety Authority. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And maritime, it's an unusual environment in that it can be very male-dominated. Sure. I was interested to hear how she had gone through her career as a woman. This sounds like someone with whom I would be able to ask questions that even though I don't currently work in maritime, you know, I have some experience of it. So, you know, I would be able to sort of take what she might say and sort of relate it back to my previous experience and then relate it forward to my ongoing experiences. And lo and behold, she she agreed to be my mentor. And how do you find Lisa as a mentor? Yeah, Lisa's very calming. She's also incredibly funny. Mm. And she, she's, she's got an ability to make people feel at ease. So very good match for me in so many ways. For sure. And was this an in-person or a digital relationship? So pre-COVID, we met up once in person because right after that, we all got locked down. Of course. So we we had a coffee and we had a chat about what I was looking for out of the program and I explained that I'd been working at my level for quite some time and that I was sort of thinking about whether I wanted to, to make a move upwards or whether I was ready for that, whether I wanted to do that. So, and then um, once COVID hit, it was interesting because my, my goals initially in the program had been to sort of really look at preparing myself to to make that step upwards. And that was where I saw the program taking me, learning about what areas I needed to work on to be able to make that step. And when the pandemic hit, things sort of changed. And I suspect that they changed for a lot of people in the program as well. 
the world sort of gets turned upside down and you think, oh, maybe this is not the time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but it is very much the time for looking at other things, dealing with uncertainty, growing resilience. We talked a lot about those sorts of things. Um, and and for me, that was really helpful because having a voice of of experience, but also a voice that could talk to me about work but wasn't connected to my work. Sometimes you don't want to tell your work colleagues or your boss, I'm feeling unproductive and I just don't know why. Or I I feel like I'm not doing enough, even though I know I am. But intellectually, I know I am, but I feel in my gut that I'm not. But to be able to have that conversation, sometimes having someone who you have a fairly limited background with, I think can be really useful. And that was really reassuring. I can imagine. And looking back on your time with Lisa, what resonates with you about the mentoring relationship? One of the biggest things that Lisa has given me in our mentoring relationship is courage. So I think, you know, being able to be a bit braver is something that I've worked on with Lisa and I'm so happy that I paired with her because she's she's really given me that courage and the ideas about reflection and I think also an opportunity to do it a little differently, to think in a different direction to how I had been before. On the next episode, I'll be speaking with Gemma Freiberg's mentor, Lisa Felden, and I'll be checking in again with Gemma too. Please subscribe to be notified when that conversation becomes available for streaming. You can learn more about Mentor Loop on our website or catch us on our socials on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. There, you can chat with a mentoring specialist or book a demo to see how we can build a culture of mentoring within your organization. Until next time, I'm Nico Callaghan. Thank you for listening to The Right Connection.